0: Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free.
1: Listener supported.
2: WNYC Studios.
3: Happy Mother's Day to all you moms and dads celebrating all the work your partner is doing on behalf of you and your children. Does that sound passive-aggressive? I really don't mean it to be. It's minutiae, and as a mom of two young kids who struggled to figure out how to go back to work after having children, uh, this series is dedicated to you. This is the second episode of our Taking the Lead series, our story about two women trying to solve the conundrum of rising up in the workplace as a woman while also trying to be a great mom in America today. Consider the typical Catch-22 situation. You apply for a job, but you're told that you need more experience, but... You would need a job to get more experience. Or let's say you want to rent your first apartment, but the real estate agent says you need to show a history of paying rent. But how can you do that if you've never rented an apartment? Or let's say you want to create a company that helps mothers deal with work-life balance issues, but first you have to solve your own work-life balance issues, which you can't do because you don't have the service that... I mean, you get what I'm saying here, right?
1: You've got it. That's 22.
3: Is this a question that angel investors are going to ask us? Raquel Ellison and Leslie Alley Walker were starting to wonder if being working moms was going to hurt their chances of getting funding so that they could help other working moms. Is it going to
0: worry them that... As mothers work, are we going to be able to dedicate ourselves? I've thought about that,
2: but I mean, this is part of our narrative. This is part of our story. Like we're doing that. It, like it's it's kind
3: of like you know. Could you guys just not be women? It's note to self: the tech show about being human. I'm Manoush Zomorodi. Welcome back to our four-part mini-series, taking the lead. Two working moms with a big idea, a tech idea, that could help parents with their work-life turmoil and get more women into those jobs at the very top. This is Episode 2, The Paradox. Back in Episode 1, you met our two female protagonists, Rachel and Leslie, and you heard how pumped they were about their concept.
2: It is called Need Done. It's a sort of smart virtual personal assistant platform that will anticipate and troubleshoot the needs of the working parent.
3: Yeah, I wasn't convinced either that an on-demand service was the answer to what seems like a hugely embedded cultural issue. But hey, a lot of us do feel stretched all the time. Here are some of your stories. Scheduling my business appointments, even scheduling my personal appointments, haircuts,
1: doctor visits, vet visits, all have to work within that time frame of between I get the children on the bus and I get the children off the bus. And there's just no backup plan, and that just really the pressure, I'm in traffic, in the car, trying to end a meeting. It just is intense. She's screaming her head off, and some of my neighbors had come out, and they were looking at me as if I was torturing my daughter. I get her to daycare. She's fine. I'm frazzled and stressed out. When we have a pitch or a big client presentation, (sighs) being told, hey, I need you to stay late tonight, but you can take tomorrow morning off, that's not a fair trade. I get to go home and pass out and then wake up an hour and a half later to get them ready for school by 6 or 7 a.m.
3: These voice memos are so awesome. Thank you so much for them and your emails and all your feedback on Facebook and Twitter. Please keep it all coming. Single moms who reached out to say that dual parent families don't appreciate how good they've got it. We hear you. And actually, my mom has a question. She wanted to know if women of immigrant families who often have a history of living with multiple generations under one roof, do they have it any easier? And yes, mom, I should have mentioned that you coming to take care of my kids two days a week for the last nine years has made it possible for me to be here right now. We know there are a million unique situations and all of them affect women trying to build their careers and take care of family. Harvard Business Review did a study that found that 43% of highly skilled women with children leave their jobs voluntarily at some point in their careers. But getting back in at the same level, or rising up after dropping out, it is tough. And frankly, the odds are stacked against Rachel and Leslie too. Bloomberg did this amazing analysis of founders who got $20 million-plus in funding over the last six years. And just 7% of those founders were women. 7%. In our first episode, you heard Wachel and Leslie visit Silicon Valley. But what you didn't hear was the strain that that trip put on their families back east. The dads were texting constant updates, like about Leslie's daughter, who had come down with a nasty case of the flu.
0: And my husband's handling that at home on his own, and um, I'm grateful for that, but it is just one more thing that you do need to keep in mind. You keep checking and making sure that everybody's okay. And Raquel has had her set of calls as well from home. And it's been weird for my daughter, particularly for me
2: to be not there, it's just for whatever reason this has just been hitting her a bit hard.
0: So, do you feel guilty, do you think? Nope. I do think like it's been an amazing time to be away because those sorts of things while we're at home would have to be managed by us, meaning we wouldn't have time to actually do what we did in the last 3-4 days.
2: Yeah,
3: I I think that was just a text from my husband coming in. Um Once Leslie and Rachel get back to Brooklyn, they actually manage to keep up the momentum. They take some advice that they got out in California and they decide to prototype their idea. They pick 20 local moms from dozens who raised their hands and said, yes, please, I want to use this on-demand service. Here's what one of the eager beta testers told Rachel was her chief complaint about this whole working parenting thing. She's an architect.
2: You know, she's working all day. And then when she gets home... She doesn't have time to play with the kids. She's spending a lot of time in the dinner. She's focusing on planning lunches for the next day. She's got to organize it. She's like, but I see my kid playing on the floor, and I'd so much rather be doing that. Like, why is my time as a parent mostly just focused on domestic work?
3: Ah, yes. Domestic work. According to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, even in places like Finland, women do more household work. There, women do about 137 minutes per day, while men do 91 minutes. In the U.S., women do 126 minutes per day, men do 82. In Melinda Gates' annual letter this year, she wrote that, "...unless things change, girls today will spend hundreds of thousands more hours than boys doing unpaid work simply because society assumes it's their responsibility." And of course, if your time is spent doing unpaid work... It means that you aren't doing paid work. So the idea with the need-done pilot was to see if you're not doing your paid work and you're not doing your household work, could they give you back that time where you're doing something for yourself or just being with your kids? Okay, I was one of the beta testers, actually. And boy, was I game. The plan was to give us two weeks of the need-done service for free – All we had to pay for was groceries. It's the first day. I have received three suggested meals for later in the week that my kids will eat. That can't be faster than just making macaroni and cheese. It's day three, and I have now put my credit card information into a website that self-destructs the information after supposedly Need Done gets it. I've done this now three times because it keeps self-destructing before Need Done is able to get my credit card information. So it is uh, day four of the Need Done pilot program. They delivered sausages with pork casings, which is a problem for my Jewish husband. So I took all the sausage meat out ...of the casings, and I'm cooking it now before he gets home so he doesn't find out about it. Except now I'm telling you. So, there you go. I mean, okay, it sounds so silly listening back to this, but the devil is in the details, right? I mean, instead of just dealing with dinner myself, I now had to deal with subterfuge and the inner workings of sausages. Nearly halfway through the pilot, Rachel was also feeling pretty frustrated. Tonight we got a text from a
2: participant at 11.55 um, like saying, basically, you know, I know you think this is going to help, but I'm incredibly overwhelmed and in getting texts from you to like help me set up meals or my kids' artwork is not making me feel less overwhelmed. Um, a lot of truth to that. It's hard because you (laughs) believe in changing a reality and, you know, sometimes it feels like that's impossible.
3: In the end, I kind of had mixed feelings about my two weeks as a need-done beta tester. On the downside, my credit card got hacked within a week of using that janky card system that kept shutting down. It could have been a coincidence, but I don't think so. Looking back, it was really the moral support that I liked the most. I liked that I could vent about all the pressure that I was feeling from all sides with a little text. And then I'd get back a funny picture or like a little encouragement. No one thought I was being whiny. So maybe what I needed wasn't an app, but um, just more friends. (laughs) In any case, I checked in with another beta tester, Jennifer Owens.
1: Yeah, our entire life is planned to the minute.
3: She's editorial director of Working Mother magazine and director of the Working Mother Research Institute. She'd been part of the pilot, too, and she wasn't willing to risk using the emergency child care. But by the end of the beta period, it had dawned on Jennifer that she loved that they took care of some of the stuff on her monstrous household to do list.
1: And so Saturday wasn't so jam packed with the 42 things we have to do. And when I was dubious before, it took me a while to kind of figure out how you could help me. She gave me uh, recipes and uh, I actually did not follow up because I got too busy.
3: I mean, the other thing that kept running through my mind was like, it was great that a young woman came over and helped me finally clean out my closet. But honestly, in reality,
1: would I pay for someone to do that? I don't know because, you know, we're broke all the time, right. so it's expensive to live here.
3: The paradox for customers was clear. Type A moms who really want help have trouble figuring out how anyone could possibly help us. Meanwhile, though, the founders were facing their own conundrum. Rachel, she was trying to be like a duck, you know, like calm on the surface while paddling madly underneath. But starting a company while still seeing her own clients and doing school pickup, was wearing very thin. Unlike Leslie, whose husband was the lead parent, Rachel's family and work roles were starting to clash a lot. And I started hearing stories like this.
2: My daughter said to me last week, she said, Mom, I'm going to tell you something. And then I'm going to start to cry. And then I want you to say, I love you so much. And you are the most important person in the world to me. And she said, why are you working all the time, mom? You never want to be with me. And, you know, this is five-year-old drama, but obviously, you know, rooted in what's been going on. And and then she started to cry. Um, and she's, she's a little dramatic. And I said... Um, you know, I, I do, I followed my script. I said, I do love being with you more than anything in the world. You and your brother mean everything to me. Um, so sorry, an email just came in about something related to the work in the middle of the story. So, um, so you and your brother mean the world to me and she said, mom, you know, I just give up. Like it was just all of this intense emotional conversation um, as the kind of backdrop to anything that a normal childless entrepreneur would have to deal with on a regular day is this whole emotional upheaval piece, which is super fun. Um, so I'm just here like mid-eight calls and meetings and potential child care options, um, trying to clean my house and putting on music that I used to listen to when I was, like, 14 to make me feel calmer about the chaos.
3: Rachel told me later that she actually put on the Indigo Girls.
0: Sweetheart. It was a big
2: switch for me to be working as much as I am, which is kind of all the time right now. Um, so it's ironic, you know, the moms who wanted to make a, a, an app that would give moms more time who have suddenly absolutely no time and everything is due right now and feels extremely urgent. And part of the reason why it does is because we we're still bootstrapping. We're still doing this without funding and we're trying to fund it ourselves without real money to do it.
3: But where Rachel wants to take a step back and regroup, Leslie thinks they should go, 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 put in more time, speed up the process of finding funders, build the tech side of the service.
0: I mean, if we were twenty-two, we'd be doing this because I do think that when it comes right down to it, the market's catching up. I know, catch up very quickly. So we need to get out there, and if we don't get out there, we will be kicking ourselves.
3: Coming up, keeping Raquel and the business going. Our two working moms think hard about what they need to make their company work. Stay with us. Welcome back to Note to Self's special four-part series, Taking the Lead. This is episode two, The Paradox. After the beta period, it was clear that Raquel and Leslie needed to fine-tune what their service really offered to women who wanted help at home so they could kill it at the office.
0: If we are going to basically help these women in the way that you'd help a CEO, a CEO needs time to think to make some critical decisions.
3: In their latest iteration of Need Done, when a mother signs up, she also signs up her sitter or a cleaner or someone who she really trusts who also wants to work more hours locally. So the closest comparison might be the neighborhood social network Nextdoor.
0: What we're looking is just connecting people, not Nextdoor. Nextdoor basically assumes that geography is what binds us. It's bigger. It's trust.
3: But until this new connected network exists... Raquel makes do. Here she is at a rest stop with her kids on the way to her in-laws house.
2: Well, what? What is my work?
3: Finding people babysitters. <laughs>
2: finding people
3: babysitters. Yeah, and helping them so they can have time with their for their kids.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, what do you think, <laughs>
2: Joe? Um, it's like kind of little. That that my mommy works. Your mommy works?
3: Do you like that your mommy works? Yeah. Oh, man. Rachel is giving as much as she possibly can to everyone, her family, her co-founder, her other clients. But in startup life, she finds that this still isn't enough. And so nearly a year after their trip to Palo Alto, Rachel and Leslie have to have a tough conversation. Here they are once again in a Brooklyn coffee shop.
2: There's so many demands. Like, my phone started beeping in the middle of the last call that I was on, and I was realizing that my in-laws were supposed to pick up my kids. And if there was a problem with that, it was going to be me who was going to have to jump in. All the time. and All the time.
0: I, I just... Anyway, I, but it takes us back to the original problem of this. It's like the only way that... Anybody can do anything as a woman, once they have kids, is having a support staff. Having a freaking support staff that they can rely on in the same way that they relied on extended family back in the day. Just so either support staff or family. When neither one of those exists, which it doesn't for millions and millions of women, women just stop right there. Mm-hmm. They can't go further. Mm-hmm. This is so frustrating for me. It really is. Who else is gonna do this if we don't do it? Nobody. Everybody who's championed us. Games. I
2: literally, I, I mean, no, you're, to, you're right. At the same time, it's like, I'm doing it for my daughter, right? Or I'm doing it for my kids, in a way, right? And the next right. generation. But like, is it, like am I doing it at their significant expense? It is very hard to say, okay, we're doing this for our daughter's generation so that they're not experiencing the same thing. But, like, my daughter is going to be pretty sensitive to the fact that, like, I have to sacrifice a huge amount of time and my family is in a state of chaos to do this thing that's going to solve her family's,
0: her... No, I get it. I mean, but it's personal choice. I mean, you don't have to do You don't, and I know that that's like where it's really it gets really hard. It's easier for me to basically do this. It doesn't come at the same level of personal sacrifice for my kid. My kid is a year older than your oldest. Mm -hmm. Also, has the continuity of father that is basically like now playing the role of primary caregiver. You
2: know, either you have like a spouse who can be there and kind of step into that. If you don't,
0: I don't get it. We can't create family, but we could create funds for support staff. Mm
2: -hmm. We
0: could do that to a certain extent, except for the pieces with, if the kids are going to basically react poorly by having too much time away from you, that's the only place where we're going to basically not have your time. Right. In a perfect world where you're supported completely. Right. I mean, does this become part of the ask in our fundraising? comes down, like, it's it's kind of a
2: pretty fundamental, like, identity issue. Am I willing to... Because ultimately, if I do, if I say, like, I'm going to get support, I do have to kind of say damn the well-being. I mean, not damn, but, like, yeah. I'm at, doing it at, at, the their, cost, at the cost of their potentially, like, them being put off-kilter, off-center, out of sorts.
0: You might just need to you, you need to make a choice, I think, mm-hmm. so that you feel good and there are no regrets. If it is too great a cost, then it's not the right time now. But you've done this with me. I selfishly want you completely, completely here. But I can't, I can't ask that of you. Once we basically raise this friends and family round, we're off to the races. We are there. And then I'll be raising money while I'm doing this. It's going to be nuts. And if you can't be there with me, I'll just need some other body that's there that's going to definitely be there for the nine-hour, crazy-ass seven, seven days a week.
2: I mean, I, I, I don't know how I would do seven days a week. I mean, nine-hour day, oh, I can see, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know how I would do it. I don't know how, because there's there's no way. I literally couldn't. And I don't know that I would honestly want to on the weekends. Like, I I know that that is where I would want to draw the line, because I just would. Plus, uh, this is just, what the hell. But at the same time, like, how amazing is this upper? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know, like, how, I mean, I guess how phenomenal has it been and is it to just be engaged in this? I don't know. I, I wanted something in between. I wanted the middle, which is what a lot of people want. Like, they want the flexibility. This is what this whole flexible work thing is, like, that, that people want to see that it's not just... 150% or zero, that there is something that you can give 100% of yourself or 897 and then, like, you're still making good on, like, what you've built on from a career perspective. I mean...
0: For that, we have to all move to Europe. I understand. <laughs> but, I mean, I think, you know... No, well, it's harder here. It's harder. I am sorry that it takes as long as it does to basically get a get something like this off the ground. I'm sorry because I know what cost it's already... Like, it's had an impact on the time I've spent with Lulu like, and the lack of time that I give her and my attention span. I know all those things, but I'm doing it consciously. And I'm doing it... <laughs> for instance, this morning, we went to a publishing party in her, her like little second-grade class. She wrote a story about an all-boys soccer team at a school... And how it was unfair, and how the girls needed to be included, mm-hmm. and how they fought for that with the principals, blessing they got to do it, and mm-hmm. they won in the end because it was a mixed team. Now, one of the moms basically looked at that. That's
2: amazing. Yeah, one of the moms looked at
0: me and she was like, she's a little activist. And I'm like, that's my yin to my yang. Yeah. The time I've lost with her as a seven-year-old has come back this way. But that's that's a choice I've made. And believe me, I'm not going to be able to recoup the time that I've lost with her, which is really heavy.
2: Yeah.
0: Is, I get very, like, emotional about that. No, I know. So I don't want you to burn out, nor do I want you to basically be in an unsustainable situation.
2: I have to pee.
3: You go pee. <laughs> Next week is episode three, The Pressure. Will a big check keep need done going? Can Rachel reconcile her family's needs with her own professional needs? And will Leslie have to press ahead without her?
0: We have different needs and different goals even in what we're creating. Like, hers is much more of that social mission. I'm just focusing on the product to give her the license to be able to bring the solution to people.
3: Taking the lead. Don't miss the rest of our series. Subscribe to Note to Self on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're thinking about this stuff as much as we are, please reach out on Twitter or on Facebook at Note to Self. We've also started this amazing compilation of work-life balance resources. Like I've put my top 10 things that have helped me get through some of the worst moments. And lots of listeners are adding there. So please feel free to do that. It's at notetoselfradio.org. And also we are compiling all your feedback and adding more behind the scenes stuff as we go on on our newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter at notetoselfradio.org as well. Our series was produced by me and Jen Poyant with audio engineering and design by Joe Plourd, scoring by Hannis Brown, and all kinds of help and support from producers Jenna Cagle and Seth Kelly. From WNYC Studios, I'm Manoush Samarodi, and this is Note to Self.
1: My name's Dana, and I have a funny, crazy story. I put my daughter in the um, car seat, and she never liked that thing, so she proceeded to scream her head off in the morning. And some of my neighbors had come out, and they were looking at me as if I was torturing my daughter, and I was so frazzled. I don't remember why, but I had my wallet in my hand. So to try to placate my daughter, I put the wallet on the roof of my car. I get her to daycare. She's fine. I'm frazzled and stressed out. I get on the freeway to go to work. I'm driving and I see this thing fly off the roof of my car and think to myself, wow, that bird really flew close to the car. As I'm driving along, I realize, oh, crap, that's my wallet. There happened to be a traffic accident coming up in front of me, and I saw a police officer just standing there. So frantically, I drive up to him and scream out my window, my wallet flew off on the top of my car on the freeway, and I need it. And he was so nice. He said, okay, do you remember where it went off? And I said, yeah. So I pull my car over, get in the patrol car with him. He circles back, and we stop the entire freeway. So I get out, I'm running around on the freeway looking for my wallet. I actually find it, and I get into work and I'm getting my coffee. And one of my coworkers says to me, some crazy person was running around the freeway this morning, and that's why I got stuck in traffic. And I told, (laughs) and I said, oh yeah, that was me.